Welcome to Season 2, Episode 2 of That Teacher Podcast. In this episode, I interview my mum, Gail Vine, who explains how she has increased student voice in her classroom. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of That Teacher Podcast. Josh Vine, your host here. And today on the show, I have a very special guest close to my heart, and that is my mum, uh, Gail Vine. It is great to have you on the show today. Hey, Josh. How are you going? I'm good, thank you. Uh, it's going to be an interesting episode where you interview your mum, uh, yeah. but we're going to have some fun, which is great. So my mum, obviously you're a, a teacher. Mum, do you want to just, just quickly tell everyone what you teach? Yeah, I teach maths. Um, a lot of people go, mm, but a lot of people absolutely love that subject. I do absolutely love my subject. Very good. Yep, so you teach high school mathematics. And, I uh, do. You used to be my teacher back in the day when I was in high school. I did, um, yep. Yes, and you were a great teacher. You're very good at what you do. And uh, but today on the uh, on the show, we are going to talk about um, student voice, looking at how we can give yep. students uh, voice in the classroom. This whole episode has come out of a bit of a conversation we had not long ago. And so we're just going to kind of unpack this and see how you have pivoted to increasing student voice in the classroom. So just, a, I guess, a quick question. We're, we're still in Australia anyway. We're just coming out of the, uh, the coronavirus pandemic and I know there's other nations around the world where it's still people are in the grips of it um, and so we hope everyone's doing okay out there. But in terms of, of uh, online teaching, how was uh, online teaching for you and how did it affect you in terms of the difference between that and your face-to-face lessons? Yeah, well, Zooming was such a it was such a fast, steep learning curve for us. But by the end of it, I was absolutely loving Zoom. It really lends itself to my subject. For some students, it was so good for them to I could put the worksheets that we would normally work from up on the screen and then fill them all in with all the working and all that sort of stuff. And for them, it was right in front of them. They didn't have to copy from the board into a book. It made things very simple and my students were so positive about it. By the end of it, we were really getting good at using the chat feature. It was an absolute hit with my students and the way that worked was they were able to talk to me privately and they knew that only I was seeing what they were saying. So it sort of helped them, you know, to actually sort of express to me whether they understood the work or not. So they started even commenting me about how much they love the chat. What happened was the way I used it was I could say things like, I've explained the work, let me know if you understand the work. And then the chat would come up and I'd see each student's name and it would say, yes, 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 no, no. And it was really clear who understood the work and who didn't. It was such an eye-opening thing because I realised how much the students actually wanted to tell me whether they understood the work or not. They really, really wanted to just say, no, I don't get it and let me know that. And so there was two things. I realised two main things while I was Zooming and that was that students really do want to learn. I know we sort of know that, but it became really clear that my students, they were really keen to learn. And the other thing was that they really wanted to yell out to me 
help. <laughs> I can't do the work. And they don't normally do that in the classroom because they don't want to be embarrassed. And so that was the the two main things that stuck out to me as we were Zooming. Yeah. And I think the I was using Zoom as well to teach from, from home. And one of the things that I found with, I found the same thing, that students really enjoyed the chat feature because it was private messaging to your teacher, which means that you don't stand out in front of the class, you don't look silly. Um, we always encourage students to ask questions in class, but I know that that often falls on deaf ears. I know what students are probably thinking. They're like, yeah, sure, sure, sir. I'm going to put my hand up in front of my <laughs> friends and, yeah. and say that I don't know how to do something when they probably do. And so who wants to do that, right? And, um, yeah, right. and so uh, it's such an awesome feature in Zoom that we were able to use. When we got yeah. back to school and we're now face-to-face, how did that start to make you think about how you could have that happen in Zoom but then have it happen in the classroom as well? Yeah, it really got me thinking. I, I, I was sort of became so passionate about giving my students a voice in the classroom because I saw how much they really loved it on Zoom. And so I started, you know, my brain was turning, trying to think of ways to model that in the classroom or to recreate that in the classroom. So I remember coming to your house and we were talking about it and I was explaining to you about how, how my students were reacting and how much they loved the chat and how much I really wanted to have the same sort of opportunities in the classroom. We checked for understanding. I already did that sort of thing in my classroom. I, you know, I would put a question up on the board once I'd taught it a few, a few examples and then I'd walk around the classroom and see who could do that example that I've got on the board and I knew who could do the work and who couldn't. But I, I sort of wanted a method where I was continually checking, not just a one-off here and there. I wanted that continual voice from them from the classroom like I was getting on um, Zoom. And so I also wanted something simple. I didn't want to have extra things that I had to create in the classroom. Um, I have little sort of whiteboards that I already have, but I didn't want to then have to have whiteboard markers for every student. Otherwise, sometimes they'll sit there and draw pictures rather than listen to Mm. what I'm explaining. I didn't really want computers on the desk. And so we were talking about it and between the two of us, well, actually you came up with a great idea of the red-green cards where uh, a little card about this size, one side's red and one side's green. Um, We discussed different ways that we could use that in the classroom and and it it was just, so I I thought I'm going to go with this. Yeah, it's uh, an idea that came to me because at our school um, we use a traffic light system and it kind of helps kids to give teacher some feedback as to where they're at with their learning. And um, and when I talked to you about that, you were like, oh, probably something even simpler than that. And that's where I kind of suggested, well, why don't you just do green and red um, and just mm-hmm. a small card, green on one side, red on the other, laminate it and have the kids use those to communicate to you whether they are understanding or not understanding, whereby, you know, you're able to then scan across the whole room. So tell us about how you're using those green and red cards now. I started very simply. At the beginning, I started by explaining to the students that um, I wanted to give them a voice and I I, I was just up front straight away saying that that's what I wanted from them. I wanted to give them a voice. And because they'd already used the chat on Zoom, they really understood what I was saying because we just were flowing on from that. 
I, I was sort of saying to the students, we're going to use it sort of like the chat. And so we started by saying that it was a way of letting me know a couple of things. Number one, if they already knew what I was teaching, but also to let me know if they didn't know what I was teaching. It was very interesting. Um, the very first day that I was using the red green cards, I started by saying to my students, okay, go red because I'm going to explain something to you. And it was the work that we were doing was revision. And so they had actually learned it before. So I told them to go red and then to go green when they understood the work that I was teaching. I turned around to the board and started writing an example about commission on the board. And when I turned around, everybody was green. And it was just awesome because I was able to say to them, okay, everybody knows it, everybody's got it. And so that, in a way, it was a way for them to say, please don't talk anymore, Mrs Vine, we already know what you're saying. And it sort of gave them a voice and straight away I had them on board because they didn't have to listen to me talk about something they already knew. They straight away were seeing my heart in it and so then it became this continual checking for understanding even if I could not get everybody green and I was explaining something and I had still a couple of reds, I was able to say and not point students out, but to say, look, I know a couple of people still don't get this, but I know who you are. And when we all start working, I'll get to you and help you individually. So the students knew that I, I could see them. They didn't just have a voice. I could actually see them and I knew where they were up to. So that was really, really good. Also, I have a no-hands policy, and so it also, I was sort of aiming at stopping those students that call out answers. You know, they want to show that they know the work. They want to show that they're understanding and they're really excited about the work. But then some of my other quieter students don't get to answer. And so what the red-green cards do is uh, when I say go green when you understand, or when I ask a question to say, oh, here's a question, what's the answer? They can go green to show me they know. And what that does is it also gives me the power to ask the person that I want to ask rather than the person who just calls out the answer or sticks their hand up and is really desperate to tell me the answer. I guess my students started seeing it as we were working as a team and giving everybody a chance. So there was this real camaraderie that developed there because they really want to be heard and everybody wants to be heard. And I, I didn't realise until Zoom how much that was the case. You sort of assume just the loud ones want to be heard. Um, and so all of a sudden I was getting answers from everybody just by them showing their green card. It was, it was really like I could see my students feeling empowered. And then the other thing what I was doing was when the students have already had the explanation and they're working on their own, I just said to them, look, everybody go green and if you need my help, go red. Wow. And that was a real hit because I didn't have to have students just sitting there for ages with their hands in the air waiting for me to come to them. So what they did was they continued working on the things that they knew and then I could see they needed help and i go up, oh, you need help? And then they would tell me and they weren't sitting there waiting you know, with their hand in the air, they were able to continue with their work until I got to them. So there was just so many things that just worked very, very quickly. Yeah, wow. That's, that's absolute gold. I mean, uh, what I love about what you're doing there is that you're 
form your formative assessment is just continual, continual yes, checking for understanding. It's not like the kids have to wait for you to say, do you understand? At any moment they can flip their card when they don't understand and you know even the point at which you lost them. You know, you're, you're working through a problem and all of a sudden you lose a few, you go, okay, at some point in that step there was where I lost you. So you can even pinpoint the moments that the kids are turning their cards. I love that. It's so funny. One of my students started putting it on his forehead, red. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the loudest students. Yeah. Yeah, the other thing that I really love about what you're, what you're saying there is you, you can actually control it um, and it's not the be-all and end-all of checking for understanding because obviously kids can just still turn it green even though they don't understand. So you use other methods as well. You keep checking with questioning and think, pair, share and other, other methods as well. We use it in conjunction with the cards. But, wow, it's almost like these cards are like you're able to read the kids' minds. You're able to yeah. see where they're at at any given moment. And the other thing that I really love about what you said is you know, you can say, you can control it. Everyone go red and then I'm going to show you something. If you understand, go green. And that's great for if you're uh, doing sort of like an I do or a we do. But then in the, I love what you said, you're doing a you do activity, which is where the kids are doing their, their work, their independent work. And they're all, you say, go green, everyone go green. And the moment that you feel like you need some help, go red. And so you don't have kids with their hands up. You don't have kids calling out. So you're giving them voice, but you're not giving them volume, uh, which is interesting. Yeah. And I think there'll be some teachers out there who are listening to this going, this is a bit of a revelation. I can give my kids voice in the classroom. We talk about student voice, but it's not necessarily about them having a voice that is loud and stopping other kids from being able to work. It's a voice that is, uh, I guess, a silent power that yeah. is able to be outworked so that they can the help that they need at the time that they need it, but they're not having to call out. Um, you're not having to hear from the exact same students all the time. You can get to everyone. It's a great, it's a great technique, and so I'm, I'm really glad that it's working for you, and I hope, yeah, it's, great. I hope it's something that's working, uh, going to work for other teachers as well who are listening to this. Maybe you're listening to this right now, and just a small tweak that you can make, and it's going to cost you absolutely nothing. I mean, we're talking piece of green and red cardboard and cut it into small squares and laminate it and give it to the kids. So yeah. I mean, how simple is that? Such a great idea. Were there any unexpected results as well, things that happened? I mean, you know why you were using the red and green cards, but were there any other unexpected results that happened as a result of, of instituting this? It was so unexpected that it took off so quickly and so easily and it's so quickly it's become part of our language. I mean, I just say go red, go green, and they just automatically turn their cards over. I didn't expect it to take off so quickly. I thought that I was going to have to keep reminding, keep reminding. Um, I mean, I've got some amazing, lovely stories that happened very quickly in the classroom. All my students go red, and I, I had been teaching them some concepts, and then I purposely asked a question that I knew was really going to stretch their minds. I said to everyone, go, go red and I'm going to ask you a question and you go green if you know the answer, knowing that it was a hard question. And um, so I asked the question and there was a sea of red and then very slowly one of the very quietest students just turned their card over to green. And it was just a moment. It was such an amazing moment. And I, I, um, and I said to this person, oh, you're the only one in the class that knows this answer. 
And how empowering for a student is that, to know that you're the only one that knows this question? They never know that normally in a classroom. And so I said, would you like to answer it? And so very clearly, very articulately, they answered it. And this is, this is someone that would never normally answer a question. And so, look, I was so excited by that. I thought this thing is working. And so it really inspired me. And, um, and then a couple of, over the next couple of days, I would go to my card box and students had left me little notes in there saying thank you for your new system. I, I just thought they're not really saying thank you for the new system. They're saying thanks for giving me a voice. That, that, that was really touching. You don't get that thing, that sort of thing from students very often. The other thing that I've loved is that I've never had to remind the students to grab their cards. I've got the cards at the front door as they come in on the table and they all line up for their card and they grab their card. There's absolutely no fuss. It's no extra work for me. They grab their card on the way in. They put it back on the way out. It's been no extra work. And I, and I think that's testament that they love the system because we're not, I'm not having to drag them to use those cards. One of the best things is that students, what I'm seeing really is that when I explained the cards to the students, I felt like they heard my heart. And they've demonstrated that because what started happening now is, especially my, with my older students, so in some way don't use the cards as well as the younger students but they have started answering questions and putting their hand up and saying, I don't understand, I don't understand. These are students that wouldn't say that before. And so I feel like in the presentation of the cards, the kids heard my heart and they knew she wants to hear from us and she wants us to be a team and and this teacher really wants to hear from me. It sort of placed this feeling of, you know, when a teacher goes to such lengths to know that you, whether you're, you can understand the work or not, that says something to the students. And so I'm actually getting students now not needing the cards, especially my older students, and um, they still use them, but they also will, will confess when they don't know the work, which is fantastic. I did not expect that. I wanted that. I mean, that's what we really want. We don't want yeah. them to have to use cards. We want them to have confidence in our room. But I'm starting to see that. It's been really great. And they just feel empowered to play a part in what I teach. Like, so what giving them a voice has actually give them empowerment to tell me when to not talk and when to talk. Yeah. I mean, and no student normally gets to put their hand up and say, can you stop talking? We already know what you're talking about. My students can. And, um, and that's such a, they, I think they're really loving that. Wow. I think I might need a red and green card. Be careful. <laughs> Next time you come over. Um, so, yeah, I love what you're saying there. You're, you're really just essentially saying that even the students are helping you dictate the pace of the lesson. That's the lesson, exactly right. The lesson pacing is not just determined by you, but it's actually determined by you and the students working together, which means you're going to get through far more uh, activities and, and much more work, if, if they're able to tell you, hey, we already know this, then you can just move on. Like you don't have to yep. labour on points. Um, but not only that, you can actually do work in a, in a way that's much more thorough so that if they don't understand, you can stop and go back. 
that is such a, a great way to teach. I think for those who are listening to this as well, one of the questions that, that we've kind of wrestled with when we were talking about this was, would this work in another subject? So I know you teach mathematics. Would it work in, in another subject? And I know that we were saying, uh, Gail, that, that it definitely works really well in subjects like maths and science yeah. where there are, that there are just specific concepts that have a, a definite moment where you can just say, do you understand or do you not understand? But we were also saying that it could work in pretty much any subject. There may be times when it's not going to be helpful and we're not saying it's the magic bullet, it's the silver bullet to, uh, to everything, but we would encourage any teacher who's listening to this, why don't you try it out? Next time yeah. you're teaching some sort of new concept, you're going through your I do, your we do, your you do kind of phase of teaching, why don't you try the red and green card, give, give your, your students a card and just see what happens. Give them a voice. Give them an opportunity to tell you whether or not they're understanding and, and see how it works for you. We're not saying we're not going to tell you how to use it um, in your classroom because everyone has such a different class, such a different culture. Um, we teach different content. And so I guess the secret to all of this is what we, it's actually the wrestle. The secret to this conversation really is that you, Gail, you, you said, this is what I want, what, what was happening in Zoom is what I want to happen in my classroom. Now, how are we going to get that done? Yeah. How are we going to do that? And we came up with a strategy, I guess, and we got you to try it out and it's working so well. Would you ever go back? No, definitely wouldn't go back. I just absolutely love watching the kids come in the classroom. They, they it's so enthusiastic. I, I feel like I've got a new classroom. I really do. Yeah. Well, that's great to hear. And um, I just want to say thank you for being on the show today. We might wrap it up there. And it's been a pleasure to, to talk to you. And we hope that this has been helpful for all of the teachers out there who are listening. For those who uh, are new to the show, That Teacher Podcast, you can find uh, That Teacher Podcast on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. We also have a That Teacher Podcast Facebook group that you can join and be part of the community online uh, where you can contribute to the conversation about teaching and, and ask some questions and we'll uh, have the community interact with you and, and we'll grow together. That's the point of the community. Um, but also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all that good stuff where you get podcasts is where you can uh, get all of our episodes and if you subscribe to that teacher podcast you will never miss an episode that we put out so uh gail mum it's been great to have you on the show today Sorry, uh, appreciate, you. appreciate you giving up your time and uh it's been great to hear how your classroom has uh gone on to new heights uh out of covid and uh that the red green card is working for you Yep, you're never too old to learn. Absolutely. I I love it. All right, well, thanks for all our listeners for listening and um, until next time, it's bye for now. Bye. Bye.